open up our Bibles and let's start with our New Testament. Today, we are going to be finishing up the book of Revelations together this morning. So let's go to Revelation 22, starting in verse 6, and let's go all the way through verse 21 together. And he said to me, these words are trustworthy and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirit of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon, soon, coming soon in Jesus name, he's coming back. What must soon take place? And behold, I am coming soon. There's that word soon again. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and who saw these things. So we know again that John is the one who wrote this book. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed it to me. But he said, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets. And with those who keep the words of this book, the word of the Bible, the word of the Lord, worship God. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is near. Talking again about the soon that is going to come. Let the evildoer still do evil and the filthy still be filthy and the righteous still do right and the holy still be holy. Behold, I am coming soon. Here's that word soon again. He is coming soon. The time is drawing near. Bringing my recompense with me to repay everyone for what he has done. He is the judge. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that circle, they might have the right to the tree of life, that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and isolators and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have set my angel to testify to you about these things. For the churches, I am the root I am the descendant of David, the bright and morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty, come. Let all who desire to take the water of life without price. He's calling out to us to come to be with him, to enter into that relationship with him. I warn everyone who hears the word of prophecy of this book of the Bible. If anyone adds to them, adds their own word, their own teaching, changing things, God will add to him plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the word of the book, in other words, leaving something out, partial, partial teaching, partial truth, which still is not truth, God will take away his share of the tree of life and the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon. There is that soon again. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. 
He is coming soon, and we need to live a life that shows that he is coming soon. He talks clearly about how we need to be and that there is still going to be evildoers that are out there. But what does he say? He talks about those who are clean and those who are righteous should live clean and righteous. We are so excited for the coming of the Lord. We don't know exactly when that's going to be, but we know it is coming and it's going to be soon. And we are going to get to be with him for all eternity. What a beautiful thing to think about and worship about as we worship our Heavenly Father some more together this morning. Let's worship Him right now. Whenever I consider just where God brought me from, the life of emptiness I live without God's Son. The Savior rescued me Without His precious love The likeness of God's Son. I have this blessed assurance since the Savior rescued me. Without His precious love, where would I be? solid rock to stay and now i'm walking with my savior and i'm fighting a good fight because of jesus i can truly say
Let's get into our Old Testament passage today. We are going to be going through Malachi 1 verse 1 all the way through Malachi 4 verse 6 together. So let's continue. The Oracle of the Word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord, but you say, how have you loved us? Can you imagine saying that to God? Here God is saying, I love you. How have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord, yet I have loved Jacob and hated Esau. I have laid waste his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. If Edom says, we are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins. The Lord of hosts says, they may build, but I will tear it down. And they will be called the wicked country and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. You can choose to do something. You can choose to build something. You can choose to try to establish something. But if it is not with God, if it is not from God, it's not going to make it. It's not going to stand. It can be torn down. Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. A son honors his father, a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my fear? Where is the fear of the Lord? Says the Lord of hosts to you, O priests who despise my name. But you say, How have we despised your name? By offering up polluted food upon my altar. But you say, how? How have we polluted you? By saying that the Lord's table may be despised. Now, when you offer a gift to the Lord, what is it we should be giving him? Should we be giving him bad quality? Should we be giving him 
our extras, our change? Should we be giving him substandard? That's not what it's saying here. Here it says, you offered blind animals in sacrifice. Is that not evil? And when you offer those who are lame or sick, is that not evil? Present that to your governor. Will he accept you or show favor to you, says the Lord of hosts? Give your best. He's saying, if a human governor, if a human person, if a human politician would not accept that as your taxes, because in that time, right, that's how everything was. You had to take your items and sell them, and then that's how you would go. If that would not be accepted by men, how much more God, God who truly deserves our best? Verse 9, and now entreat the favor of God that he may be gracious to us. With such a gift from your hand, he will show favor to any of you, says the Lord of hosts. Oh, that they were one among you who would shut the doors, that you might not kindle the fire on my altar in vain. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, and I will not accept an offering from your hand. There are just things, brothers and sisters, that God will not accept, and there are just things that God will not bless. For from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name and pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you profane it when you say the Lord's table is polluted, and its fruit, that it is food, may be despised. But you say, what a weariness this is, and you snort at it, at it, says the Lord of hosts. You bring what has been taken by violence or is lame or is sick, and you bring this as your offering? Shall I accept it from your hand, says the Lord? Cursed be the cheat who has a male in his flock and vows it, yet sacrifices to the Lord what is blemished. In other words, you have good, you have something better. But instead of giving that to me, what you promised, you are giving me the blemished one, the spotted one, the one that's not pure, the one that's not clean, the one that's not your best. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. Chapter 2. And now, O priests, this is my command to you. If you will not listen, if you will not take it to heart and give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Indeed, I have already cursed them because you do not lay it to heart. Behold, I will rebuke your offerings and spread dung on your faces, the dung of your offerings, and you shall be taken away with it. So you shall know that I have sent this command to you, that my covenant with Levi may stand, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant with him is one of life and peace, and I gave them to him. It was a covenant of fear, and he feared me. He stood in awe of my name. We need to have, brothers and sisters, the fear of the Lord. True instruction was on his mouth, and no wrong was found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and upright and he turned many from iniquity. He turned people away from the sin, away from the things of this world, and back towards God. 
For the lips of a priest should guard knowledge, and people should seek instruction from his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. You are, as a pastor, to speak the word. And we need to be guarding that message that we speak clearly. And it continues in verse 8 with talking about some of these pastors, preachers, speakers who don't do that. But you have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to stumble. By your instruction, you have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. So I will make you despised and abased before all the people, inasmuch as you keep my ways, but show partiality with your instruction. Have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? Why then are we faithless to one another, profaning the covenant of our fathers? Judah has been faithless. An abomination has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned the sanctuary of the Lord, which he loves, and has married the daughter of a foreign god. May the Lord cut him off from his tents of Jacob and any descendant of man who does this, who brings an offering to the Lord of hosts. And this second thing you do, you cover the Lord's altar with tears, with weeping and groaning because he no longer regards the offering or accepts it with favor from your hand. But you say, why does he not? Because the Lord has witnessed between you and your wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless, though she is your companion, she is your wife by covenant. Did he not make them one with a portion of the spirit of their union? And what was the one God seeking? Godly offspring. So guard yourselves and your spirit, and let none of you be faithless with your wife. For the man who hates and divorces, says the Lord, the God of Israel, covers his garment with violence. God considers divorce violent, says the Lord of hosts. So guard yourselves and your spirit, and do not be faithless. You have wearied the Lord with your words, but you say, how have we wearied him by saying everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord? That is so far. God will not tolerate the sin. God will not tolerate that in his presence. Yes, there is grace. Yes, there is mercy. But God does not say that doing evil is good or that he will delight. It says here, by saying who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them. That's not true. You can't have both. Or by asking, where is the God of justice? Chapter 3. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the messenger of the comfort of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like refiner's fire and fuller's soap. He will still sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and refine them, clean them, purify, cleanse Purity is what it's being talked about here, like gold and silver, and they will bring offerings and righteousness to the Lord. 
Then the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, and as in the days of old, as in former years. Then I will draw near to you for judgment. I will be swift witness against the sorcerers, against the adult adulterers, against those who swear falsely, against those who oppress the hired workers. His wage, the widow, the fatherless, against those who thrust aside the sojourner, and do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I, the Lord, do not change. He is the same, brothers and sisters, yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. From the days of your father you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you. Go back to God and God says, I will be with you. I will be your Lord, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, how have we robbed you? In your tithe and contributions. This is an honor a worship, a relationship thing. When we are talking about returning to God, the tithe, when we are talking about sowing to him, that is worship. You are cursed with a curse for robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe, not the partial tithe, bring it in to the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test. Here's something that God says, actually test me in this. Watch and see that what I do. Watch and see that I'm right. Test me in this, says the Lord, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. That's his goodness and faithfulness, brothers and sisters. I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruit of your soil and your vine in the field shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Talking about sowing and reaping here that you will still reap all that you've worked hard for. Then all nations will call you blessed for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord. But you say, how have we spoken against you? You have said it is vain to serve God. What is the profit of our keeping his charge or of walking as in mourning before the Lord? And now we call the arrogant blessed. The evildoers not only prosper, but they put God to the test and they escape. Then those who fear the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard them. And a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In the day I will make up my treasured possession and I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you shall see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve him. Chapter 4 For behold, the day is coming like a burning oven, when the arrogant and all evildoers will stumble. The day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will not leave them neither root nor branch. But for you, 
who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like the calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts. Remember how the law of my servant Moses and the statutes and rules that I commanded him at Harab for all of Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day that the Lord comes, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. Brothers and sisters, as we get ready to wrap up this year, let's remember that we don't want to steal from the Lord. We don't want to speak against him. We want to love him and respect him. We are so blessed to have such a wonderful and amazing Heavenly Father. Yes, this year has been an interesting year. It was not a year according to plan. It was not our 2020 vision. But God knew. God knew what was coming. God planned for it. And God has also a plan for 2021. And it's going to be wonderful restoration that is going to flow. He is good and he is faithful, brothers and sisters. So on today, New Year's Eve, we so thank him and praise him for his goodness, his faithfulness. And we so look forward with eager anticipation to what's coming soon. And I look forward to hearing all the testimonies of God's goodness and faithfulness in your life. So let's pray together. Lord, as this year comes to an end, Lord, we stand in awe. Lord, you have been there. You have been good. You have been faithful. Father, we thank you for all that you've done. Lord, we pray and ask, be with us, Lord God. Help us. Give us guidance and wisdom. Lord, we pray as we have this year come to an end and we're laying out and believing in you for next year. Lord, we thank you that you will continue to guide our steps. We thank you that you will continue to lead us on the right path, that you will open the doors, Lord God, that you desire for us to pass through. Lord, we thank you for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon our life, that he will be teacher and guide and help us as a counselor. Lord, we pray. We so look forward to the restoration for 2021. Lord, we look forward to these plans, the health, the wealth, the rest, the restoration of the soul, and much, much more coming to pass. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for what you have done, and we thank you for what you will do. Lord, as we wrap up this year, we pray, Lord, give wisdom to our government officials for next year. Give wisdom, Lord God, to our doctors as they lay things out to take care of us. And Lord, let sickness and disease be far from our house, Lord God, and let us go and rejoice into a great and wonderful 2021. We worship you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, COP, thank you so much for being with me today for Daily Devotions, and I so look forward to hearing great things coming to pass in your life for 2021. Have an awesome day. 
awesome holiday, an awesome new year. It is going to be a great year in Jesus' name. So our A signing off for 2020, but I'll be seeing you soon in 2021. Take care.